Coming up on 5-Minute News. Barack Obama criticizes Russia and China for lack of climate urgency. January 6th committee subpoenas six further Trump associates. And Armored Arbery appeared tired running before he was executed, jury hears. It's Tuesday, November 9. I'm Anthony Davis. Barack Obama expressed confidence at the UN climate talks on Monday that the Biden administration will ultimately get its $555 billion climate package through Congress and faulted US rivals China and Russia for what he calls a dangerous lack of urgency in cutting their own climate wrecking emissions. As nations complained of lagging trust and progress in the climate talks, Obama, one of the leaders who paved the way for the historic 2015 Paris climate deal, threw in a touch of his trademark hope, but admitted that images of dystopia were creeping into his dreams. There are times when the future seems somewhat bleak. There are times where I am doubtful that humanity can get its act together before it's too late, Obama said at the two-week-long negotiations. But we can't afford hopelessness. His comments came as conference leaders acknowledged on Monday that many key sticking points exist after a week of talks. A trust gap between rich and poor nations has once again emerged and developing countries used the word disappointing when leaders talked on Monday about the progress to date in the talks. Former President Donald Trump pulled the US out of the Paris Accord and while President Joe Biden put America back into the climate deal, the Trump move set back US efforts. Other top polluters, including China, India and Russia, are moving far more slowly on fighting climate change than scientists say is needed. Expanding its probe, the Congressional Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol insurrection has issued subpoenas to six more associates of former President Trump, who were involved in his efforts to overturn his defeat in the 2020 election. The House voted last month to hold longtime Trump ally Steve Bannon in contempt after he refused to comply with his subpoena from the panel investigating the origins of the violent attack. Trump himself is fighting the probe in court. The committee's chairman, Mississippi Representative Benny Thompson, said in a statement yesterday that the panel is demanding testimony and documents from former Trump campaign officials and others who participated in a war room ahead of the siege and otherwise strategized about how to halt the certification of Joe Biden's victory. Thompson said the committee had issued new subpoenas to Bill Stepin, manager of Trump's 2020 re-election campaign, Jason Miller, a senior advisor to the campaign, Angela McCallum, a national executive assistant to the campaign, John Eastman, a lawyer who advised the former president, Michael Flynn, a former national security adviser to Trump, who talked with Trump ahead of the insurrection, and Bernard Kerrick, who the committees say paid for hotel rooms that served as command centres ahead of January 6. In the days before the attack, the former president's closest allies and advisers drove a campaign of misinformation about the election and planned ways to stop the count of electoral college votes, Thompson said. 
The panel is working with other close Trump advisers to gain testimony, including former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and administration aides Kashyap Patel and Dan Scavino. Bannon refused to comply with his subpoena. The committee has interviewed more than 150 people across government, social media and law enforcement, including some former Trump aides who have been cooperative. One of the three white men in pickup trucks who pursued Armored Arbery through their southern Georgia neighborhood told police the black jogger appeared tired from the chase before he was shot dead, a jury heard on Monday at the men's trial. Body-worn camera footage of the first moments following Arbery's lynching was played, giving jurors a glimpse of the demeanor of the defendant, 65-year-old Gregory McMichael, his son Travis McMichael, and their neighbor, William Bryan. You had no choice, Gregory McMichael could be heard telling his son, hands on his shoulders, as the first police officer on the scene walked over. Arbery's body lay in a pool of blood in the middle of the road a few steps away. Jurors were also shown graphic police photographs showing close-ups of Arbery's wounds. The three men have pleaded not guilty in Glynn County Superior Court to charges of murder, aggravated assault and false imprisonment. They face life in prison if convicted on the most serious charge by the jury, which is composed of 11 white people and one black person. The men say they thought Arbery might have been fleeing from a crime when he ran through Satilla Shores, a quiet cluster of family homes outside the small coastal city of Brunswick on a Sunday afternoon in February 2020. Prosecutors say they had unfairly assumed the worst about a 25-year-old black man out for a Sunday run. The men pursued Arbery in pickup trucks for several minutes before the younger McMichael opened fire with his shotgun. Larissa Olivier, a prosecutor from the Cobb County District Attorney's Office, sought to undermine the defense argument that the men were trying to detain Arbery under a citizen's arrest law, which requires a person to have reasonable suspicion that a felony has just been committed. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration or the events that may not be as well known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency? On the presidencies of the United States, we explore each administration beyond just the person holding the highest elected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern day presidency. I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found and is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.